Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. Hey, if you've been following along as these episodes release, happy Friday. There won't be new episodes on the weekend, so I'll be back on Monday. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Today, we're in 1 Peter 1, 10 through 12. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when he predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. It was real to them that they were not serving themselves but you when they spoke of the things that have now been told you by those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. Even angels long to look into these things. Okay, before we go anywhere else, what is up with that last sentence? Angels long to look into these things. I wish I could just ask each of you what you're imagining right now. Because my imagination's going crazy. I see some cloud-sitting angels with binoculars wondering exactly what's going on down here. Probably a few too many bad paintings of cherubs and fluffy clouds has shaped our ideas of angels, right? (laughs) But seriously, if you got hung up on that last sentence, I think we're meant to. Look again at that first verse in 10, and then that last sentence about angels. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you searched intently and with greatest care. And then even angels longed to look into these things. What were both the prophets and the angels curious about? Salvation. The climax of God's great story was the birth, death, and resurrection of the Messiah, Jesus, Savior of the world. The prophets anticipated and they wrote about and they spoke about, they longed for God's promised one, but they didn't get to see him. Even John the Baptist, arguably the final Old Testament Testament prophet, didn't really get to see it all unfold. But these Christians, these Gentile believers, no less, in some corner of Asia Minor, they get the whole story. They get to receive the salvation of Christ. And why all the angel ogling? Because those created beings have been watching the story unfold as well. But the privilege of salvation is reserved for men and women. Angels can only watch in wonder and awe as God redeems a people who are entirely unworthy and undeserving. What a spectacle that must be. And side note, This is a great passage that reminds us that people do not become angels when they die. I don't say this often, but that is terrible theology and it's not from the Bible. If you're interested in learning more about spiritual beings like angels, I highly recommend again, thebibleproject.com. They have a series of videos on that theme. Okay, back to the prophets for a moment. It is truly remarkable to read the Old Testament prophets. We've got Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Daniel, and then the minor prophets, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zephaniah, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. Whew. Talk about guys who had to walk through fire. Their own people despise them for living obedient to God. Being a prophet for God was no easy gig, but the message was worth it. Repent. Turn back to God. 
He's the only way. He's the only hope. Salvation isn't in anything else. Stop chasing the worthless and live for something and someone greater. Their message wasn't a popular message, so I can only imagine that their hope was greater than the chaos they encountered. And guys, we know that hope. He has a name. It's Jesus. What an honor and what a privilege it is to know him. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this great and precious gift of salvation. We are so unworthy of it, but you love us so much that you made a way. Praise you. Thank you for the great privilege of reading and sharing your word and for meeting me in my chair this week. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.